Welcome to Profit Knocks, a show about why to invest in real estate, how to do it the right way, what to buy, when to sell, and where to look. We talk to successful experts, unlock global opportunities, and show you ways to reach what matters most. Profits. Profits. Hello and welcome to another episode of Profit Knox. Today, we have a very special guest with us, our friend and business partner, attorney Adrian Obando. Adrian is the founder and a managing partner of Cresco Legal, a very successful law firm based in San Jose, Costa Rica, specializing in real estate law, immigration, and estate planning. Adrian and his team will show us why Costa Rica is an amazing place to invest in real estate, especially vacation rental properties and what foreign buyers should know before investing in what I call paradise. So please tune in and I hope you enjoy the show. Tell us why, uh, Adrian, Puerto R- uh, Costa Rica is so special. Our democracy is very stable. Um, our legal framework, it's very strong. Um, we are very protective for nature. And when you start just putting together all those elements, you find that Costa Rica is very, very attractive for, for people. And after all the tragedy that happens with, the, with COVID-19, people found out that countries like Costa Rica are like little jewels uh, where you can find uh, nature, peace, that even our social security, uh, which is our national uh, hospitals and healthcare uh, network work very very good with these kind of emergencies and you can get your residency you can own land as any other for you know a foreigner has the same rights as Costa Rican to own land and I know that we can go into that um, in the in in the program but it really it's it's really 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 interesting when you come here you feel very very welcome I'm sorry I'm, if I just went all around. No, that's great. Or, you make it sound very inviting, and it's it's definitely on my bucket list. I want to go to Puerto Rico. Uh, why do I keep saying Puerto Rico? Excuse me, <laughs> Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Costa Rica. Yes. I will I will visit someday. You know, Adrian, you touched you. on something very uh, important. You know, we, meaning I and everyone here in the city of Chicago, uh, are used to concrete, are used to steel buildings, are used to some ma- amazing architecture. So when we hear someone say that you know we are going to a place where uh, nature is pretty much appreciated you know it gives us a lot of joy knowing that 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 same respect is being given over there in your country so thank you so much for mentioning that thank you George thank you yes that nature is basically uh, it's it's so important here um, and 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 you will see it Many people see it, and this is a very, very quick comment. But there, many people see it as a negative aspect when they are like kind of developing or building. But it's only because it's very slow. The government wants to be sure that you don't create a negative impact in nature. That sometimes it's impossible to recover, or will take years and years and years. So every time you are building a hotel, building a house. You need to go to the special environmental offices of Costa Rica just to be sure that it's, there is no special uh, corridor of uh, fauna or there is no special species that you are going to take off or out or cut. So even when you 
buy a property which you are the owner and it but there's a beautiful tree the government would tell you need to keep that tree as part of the conservation of the country and the people that come here and have developed understand that and i think that has been a real real um, asset for the country in some way fantastic that's a really good point that you want the property to complement nature Correct. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, correct. Exactly. So I, I have heard that uh, Costa Rica is very U.S. friendly, that 98% of the properties are listed in U.S. dollars. Is that true? Yes. Um, yes. The dollar, uh, we have our, our official currency, which is the Colon, Costa Rican Colon. But the U.S. dollar, it's a currency that it's used for many, many, many things. Correct. Properties are listed in dollars, cars are listed in dollars, furniture prices in dollars, restaurants, they're colonies, but you can pay in dollars as well. From the ATM, you get dollars. You can have bank accounts in dollars here, which is not everywhere that you find that. Um, so, and also, um, Costa Rica has been very, very friendly to, to, to the American investment and to the Americans. Actually, you see a lot of persons that uh, just come to retire uh, because it, it makes sense. You get your residency and you can get a lot of value for your dollars here uh, when you're renting, you're buying a car and you're just spending on your day-to-day -day living. So it's, uh, it's, it's very, very friendly. Mm. So tell us about Cresco Legal in general, Adrian. What do you guys specialize in particularly? Thank you. We, for the last more more than 15 years we have been doing real estate and we have just mixed that with our knowledge of foreign investment contract and civil law financing so we, we we have all those elements just to come to a very solid practice of real estate why 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 all that because it's not that you just come and buy your property and that's all you come your property but where is your money coming from okay no this is a family investment okay great so you have uh, some kind of estate planning in in the, the united states that we need to reflect here uh do you have a family llc or you have a company llc that will own the property here how do you do it under what kind of format in costa rica so that you know everything will be reflected as it has been envisioned by the owners in the United States. Um, due diligence, we check the property itself. We go and check the title to see it's clean. We, we go through a lot of aspects. Sometimes you need financing, um, owner's financing, or even U.S. financing when it comes with a, a, sometimes same family members are providing financing or you're just waiting for a property to be sold in the United States before you by here, sometimes you, in special occasions, and you need to go very careful about that, but it's very common for the IRA to be used to buy a property here, again, under very specific uh, procedures. So um, we at Cresco, we do real estate, but we combine a real estate with all the knowledge we have accumulated on other areas of practice. Fantastic. Uh, Adrian, you mentioned title. Title is something that we're used to here just uh, having recorded at a county or a government level. Uh, and I know that in the past, some of our investors have been reluctant in investing in other countries because of the lack of record keeping. Uh, what is changing in Costa Rica that is making this much more transparent for the investor? 
George, thank you, thank you for the uh, for that question. Actually, um, it's very interesting because we we as in Costa Rica, we are attorneys, and when you become an attorney, then you you are not a public. Notary public is a very important role in Costa Rica because it's an attorney uh, acting uh, with public faith as an author public. Um, and then you go into the public registry, which is a central public registry, when you can see the information and not only see, but confirm the information of the title. And sometimes we go 20, 40, 50 years ago on the, on the, on the title, um, on the title study that, that that we perform before a client obviously purchases the property, so it's a it's a very solid uh, central public registry that we have in Costa Rica to check on the title. And what we do is that when you are entering into a contract, you usually ask for a certain amount of time for the diligence, so that us the attorneys and other publics can check the title and confirm the title is clean before you buy the property. And during that time of um, during that time of the diligence, your what and then we can go into more detail about this, but your escrow money, it's fully refundable, but it's depositing with an escrow agent that will uh, that shows seriousness of you in uh, the fact that you are you have X amount of, of money destined to this transaction. So, George, at Interproperties, one thing you guys do is you guys research properties down in Costa Rica, and then you connect the right investor with that property, correct? That is correct, yes. And then do you turn things over from there to your partner down in Costa Rica, Cresco Legal? That's correct. So once once the investor has identified a, a property that they'd like to invest in, uh, at that point in time, we do a soft handoff to the Cresco team in order for them to complete the process and really set up the stage for them to uh, create what uh, Adrian said, a good uh, environment where you not only have an investment property that you're working with, but you also have your you know future assets protected. Right. So Adrian, take us through the whole process. Let's say an investor comes, sees a property that he or she wants, and they, they need to go from start to finish. You guys would see them through that entire process, correct? Correct. Once they identify the process through, uh, I'm sorry, the property through through the team of interproperties, then we start interacting. We first create, the, the first step is a letter of intent, meaning these are the general rule, uh, the general terms of a potential transaction. Um, so this is the price, this is the property, this is the time that we need as a diligence. It's like the basic elements. If the parties very quickly agree on that, on those aspects, we have between five to seven days just to create a, what we create a sale and purchase agreement or a promissory sale and purchase agreement, depending on how do we want to enter into the transaction. This agreement is now the document that will take the property out of the market while we are in serious negotiations. This document will tell you that, for example, for a, for a let's say um, an income producing asset, which is a, a, a house that is use, using in the vacation rental business. So let's say we agree on a price, let's say $1 million, we'll put $100,000 in, escrow fully refundable during the due diligence that due diligence let's say will take between 30 and 45 days 
while we will check all the aspects about that property and the activity that that property is doing. For example, we'll go and check the title. We'll go and check with the tax advisors if the property or the owners have filed correctly their uh, their income and have filed their taxes. We'll check if the property has been built according to the standards of the local municipality and any renovation or any any other construction has been done according to, according to standard and the rules. We check that the seller had the authority to sell the property because, you know, if on the other on the other side you have a seller, you need to check that he has all the authority and the right person on the other side will receive the money. So when we have completed all that, we submit a report to our client a few days before the due diligence is over so that they will check this, what we call this picture of the property as is at that moment. If everybody's comfortable with that, we will go to the next step where we'll say the diligence is approved and the money becomes non-reimbursable, but only because we're going to a closing. That will take us another couple of weeks and because then the client needs to complete their deposit into the escrow account plus their percentage of the closing cost, and then we'll go to a closing. That closing can happen, again, they can put the property into a personal name, they can put the property into an entity name, local Costa Rican entity, can be what you call in the United States a corporation, local, which for us will be a Sociedad Anonima, or an LLC, which our version is a Limitada. Why is that useful? Because that will simplify things for you in the future. Um, so th- let's say the, the closing comes, all the money is in escrow, and then the, the, the seller and the buyer needs to appear in front of another public, which is us, that we guarantee that the property, the deed will change hands in the public registry. And this will be another movement that will be shown in the history of the property. So another, both parties sign. We take that document. We file it into the public registry. We pay the cost of the of the transfer taxes and the stamps that the, the government requires. And then you, this our client becomes the owner of the property. Let's say with that limitada, which is a LLC. And before we do the closing, we confirm with them who will own that limitada, just to be sure it will be a U.S. LLC, will be a living trust, or will be them personally, husband, wife, a group of investors, a foreign entity. That's amazing. Adrian, it sounds very similar to the U.S. system, right? There's a title revision uh, period, there's a period of inspection, a period where your attorney has to review the process as well before anything becomes official and that gives you know investors like myself a a certainty that if i go out there that hey at the very least i'm protected along the way yes correct the the, the it's very similar in the the only things that change is for example in the united states it's a title company that will be kind of the center of operations for a closing here in Costa Rica, it's actually the law firm that will be that center of operation. Because the escrow, it's uh, another actor in the, in, the, in the play, but it's not related to the law firm. They are, a, they are independent corporations that are authorized by the government 
to receive funds for a transaction. The only thing that they are looking for, and I'm not, I, I don't want to simplify that, is source of funds. They are regulated by uh, special laws in Costa Rica, which um, they're just checking that the source of funds is clean. So what do you need to tell them? This is from an inheritance. This has been my savings, or I, I just sold a property and I received this money. The escrow company will have that uh, checked and say, perfect money. It's perfect to be using a transaction here. The law firm, due diligence, creating the entities, giving advice, immigration, state planning, and doing all that. We do not have title insurance, but it's mostly because it's a regulatory aspect here in Costa Rica. We used to have title insurance. That what happened is that many years ago, when the U.S., um, when the free trade agreement with the United States started, uh, Costa Rica decided to open the uh, insurance market. We were, there was only one company that was owned by the government that provided insurance, which, of course, was a good business for the government. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then uh, it had to open. So they had to create a supervisor of the insurance market. And when they created that supervisor, the supervisor just turned to the title insurance companies and said, like, you're selling insurance. And they're like, yeah, but this is another kind of insurance. It's most for, mostly for the foreigners to feel comfortable to come to Costa Rica and invest. And we provide that insurance. But they said, well, I will need you to register with us. And because that was not the core objective of the supervisor, uh, the process has taken too long. And just for a start applying, you need to file your application comes with a big, big payment. So many of the insurance, uh, uh, title insurance companies, they just said, well, maybe we'll just stay with uh, escrow services or trust services and we will not provide the, the, the title insurance. But the important thing about this small this story is that the country was good enough for the U.S. companies to provide title insurance, which means that they felt safe to provide title insurance in Costa Rica because of our, of our public registry. Yeah, that's fantastic. Adrian, you mentioned Limitada. I know that this is set up an LLC, we call it, it as a way to protect an investor's assets aside from their investment into the limitada, correct? And how common is that in Costa Rica for someone to set that up? It's very it's very common. It's very, very common. Uh, again, 99% of our transactions, uh, the property will go into our Costa Rican LLC. Again, why? Because it's an independent, independent entity where the assets are protected. So... Whatever you're doing elsewhere, if that limitada states just holding the asset, that will be fully protected. Also, um, sometimes people say, I want to, I, I want to buy a car and um, I want to buy a car and I want to buy a property. And sometimes my car, the car will be used by my friends or by caretakers of the property. So you're exposing all your assets if you put all that in your limita, in the same limita. Sometimes you put your car there, which you, we all know it's kind of a liability, a car, because, although you will be have full insurance, but you pull your asset into an isolated limita. What also it's important, if uh, that is an income producing asset, 
you come and you create a tax structure with that limitada in Costa Rica for the money that you will receive in here. Also for uh, estate planning, it's easier to put the capital stock of a limitada into a Costa Rican will or, jar, or just make it part of a U.S. Uh, trust. Um, so the, the limitada, it's a, it's a major, major aspect here. Uh, what, what other good aspect? For example, if the owners cannot come, but through the through a shareholders meeting or quota holders meeting, because a limitada, the in a corporation, the the titles that show ownership are called shares. In a in a limitada, they're called quotas. So through a through a former with a formal meeting of the owners, and we will send to the United States a proxy. That proxy will come with the formalities that we will ask. We can have a shareholders meeting in Costa Rica and issue a special part attorney to hire someone just to get a utilities or file someone to the local government. So that will avoid for the foreigner, uh, for the owners to be coming all the time, every time you need something to be acted upon. Yeah, very much how we invest, again, in the U.S. It, you know, it, it strikes me Perfect. how similar it is. Our LLCs and our trusts are, are placed on, uh, on our properties for protection reasons, right? Uh, along the exactly. way, it gives us the ability to pass on some of the responsibilities to others, right? So this is, exactly. th this is a fantastic uh, uh, way to do business, basically. So maybe both of you can answer this question. What what kind of people are investing right now? Are, is it is it somebody looking for a second home? Is it somebody looking to enter the hospitality market in Costa Rica? You maybe buy a restaurant or a hotel. Who is coming to invest? Well, in I'll, gi I'll Costa give you Rica? my answer, and then I think <laughs> Adrian can can answer the the other part of it. You know, I I really think that people are going over there for that second home lifestyle and then realize that it could quickly become an investment as well <laughs> so it's it's a little it's it's like a little of everything now you want to have another place to enjoy a beautiful place to enjoy but at the same time you realize that hey i also have to pay for having this place right, right. and some of the people are using airbnb mm -hmm. or second home the style of right. investments yeah what are you seeing adrian i i agree with uh, with jorge um Definitely second home, and it's a matter of lifestyle. Um, we have communities that are uh, that are amazing all around Costa Rica. If you're going to the Central Valley, if you're going to the North Pacific, South Pacific, Central Pacific, it all depends on your taste of nature that you like. Uh, because on the South, we have more of the uh, tropical forest, more intense. In the north, it's more of a dry tropical forest. Uh, whether you want to be near um, a little town or near a, what we call a more busy town, like them, you know, different places in the coast. I, I'm not going to go into the specific names, but uh, but definitely a lifestyle. Uh, again, more focus on nature. Some people just come and buy big pieces of properties because they just want to enjoy the freedom of being in your own property, being able to work around because of what they experienced with the pandemic uh, in the last couple of years. Some people just come and realize that they love uh, to have a, a, a condominium of a house in one of the busy towns. But when they are not here, the property manager say, this, listen, this can be rented easily six or seven 
for the six months that you're not here, this will be rented, and that will pay for all your costs of the condominium, which is the uh, annual taxes, the condominium fees, the maintenance, and everything. So definitely, it's a mix. You come for the lifestyle, then you realize that you can be a good investor, or you come out to invest to just to diversify your money that you have in the United States or elsewhere, and and just park it in, in real estate assets in Costa Rica. Uh, but then you realize that you love the lifestyle and you buy another asset or just continue or start using more the, the condominium or the or the house or the property that you that you bought. Adrian, uh, you know, uh, we, we now touched on why people are, are moving in there. I, as an investor, would like to go over there and build maybe, you know, 10 units, 20 units. What are the steps that I need to know when I'm doing large-scale buildings in, in Costa Rica? It's a great question. It's a great question. Um, what we usually do is that once you identify a, a piece of land that you really like, because what, what we have seen is that when an investor comes and he wants to build or just, just build their, his own project, he starts just going around the country looking for properties. Then when you have a big parcel or a big piece of land, definitely we'll coordinate the part of the due diligence. And that due diligence will have very important elements like it's like a zoning and the courage that you can build in the property. And also we'll bring a surveyor. That surveyor will tell us that there's no overlapping with other properties and that the boundaries that you're seeing are the correct boundaries of the property. Then you bring, and we emphasize this a lot, bring an architect or a builder in the process of the due diligence. Although you have to pay the fees and the hours of the person that is investing in helping you, this will give you an idea of what you can actually build and develop in that area. You need to become very familiar with the local, with the local, um, uh, with the local authority to the municipality. We go there and we ask what's their appetite for a bigger development or houses or whatever we're trying to do just to be sure that we are within their vision of the development of the area. So it's a, and very important also, it, it will take from 12 to 18 months before you start breaking ground, which is not that you start, you buy it and then you can start, you can start designing, building, and, uh, meaning designing and just planning, but not building. And and that happened a lot in the past that people just bought a property, but their time frames were very, very short to start giving back to their investors or whoever was with them. And But they need certainty to calculate the amount of time they need to start breaking, to, to break ground in, in Costa Rica. So that it, it does take 12 to 18 months, you said, from start to finish to, to see the actual building. Well. Up in all in, in all its beauty. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, if you if you if you're building in in especially in the city of Chicago, you appreciate the twelve months because <laughs> it takes longer in it, Chicago. Sometimes it could take much longer, right? Depending on okay, the politics okay. behind it. So, yeah. so investors <laughs> investors need to be a little patient, right? Yeah, just a exactly. little. Exactly. Yeah, I, it's I, a little patient. I think so if you're an investor, that should be part of your <laughs> DNA it, as well. <laughs> but I think that it, exactly, it'll exactly. pay off, pay off greatly in the long run. Of course, yes. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it is important for people to know these timeframes because um, if not, their expectations will be others. And many, many times, 
time is money and they are calculating for example to receive income in the next uh december and they buy in august okay everything will be done by december maybe by the other december right. so that's <laughs> but that is important because once you're there it's the same process and the same curve for everyone that is coming here to invest or to do uh, an interesting project let's say of five or ten houses of seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars each uh, then you can put it in the market for rentals and sometimes for example by this time of the year in the hottest part of the costa rica you cannot find a house for uh new years like it'll be like mission impossible really like uh, and these are houses that are rented for many 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 thousands of dollars um uh, a night so it's uh, it's 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 interesting the appetite for for people, and then we can go into more details. The other day I was in a Guanacaste near the 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 Four Seasons, which is a peninsula, and um, they were all like the the lady said, if someone wants a room here or one of the villas, it's like there's nothing available, and you go to Guanacaste, and uh, so the rental business is very 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 good what i'm um, trying to, to I'd say, say. Very, say very rewarding yeah and it and it seems that you know costa rica uh is, is friendly to large-scale investors as well correct correct again it's a matter of patience and to develop the right project in the right piece or or in the right zone of the country but um yes it's a uh, if 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 I'm allowed to mention uh, big names in uh, certain parts of the country, what you're seeing is Four Seasons, uh, Ritz Residences, uh, Hyatt and Das Residences, uh, Six Sense, the one and only uh, hotels. So if you start seeing a lot of names of making big investments in the country, most of them are sold out before they start uh, building. So you as an investor, and that is something very interesting that I would think. You as an investor is like, if all these big companies with all their marketing, with all their uh, business experience and uh, the research that they have done have decided that Costa Rica is a good place to put their name in, certainly you as an investor, I think you feel good to be in the same country as all these companies. Uh, it's kind of just, just a thought. I could see how uh, even seasoned investors such as yourself, George, would, would need an expert like Cresco Legal to help with all the things we're talking about, especially an investor who has really no experience at all but wants to kind of dip their foot into the market. You know, you almost can't do it without an expert such as yourself. Well, I think, uh, I think that, you know, in anything that you do, you're going to require the right team of experts right. behind you, right. right? And here at Interproperties, we've done the research. We know Adrian and his team are going to take care of you along the way. So because of that, we, we feel confident that whatever you do, whether it's a small scale investing or the large scale investing that you right. want to do now, we're going to be there for you throughout the whole process. That's important right. because you are investing Thank a lot you. of money and you want to make sure everything goes smoothly. Right. You know, you're brave enough to take that leap and, and invest. And so with, with people like you guys, though, I mean, it would be a smooth process. And like Adrian said, you know, you follow the money trail, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's that's yeah. like a, a very important exactly. investing 
mentality. Wherever the large-scale investors are going, you know, the Ritz-Carlton, all the big names that we just finished dropping right now, mm -hmm. that tells you that their confidence level is there, one, and they foresee more money being trickled down into other parts. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a very good point. Yeah, it's a very good point. It's there's a lot of confidence in the country, so other investors might want to take that leap. Correct. Uh, speaking of other investors, I know we we want to touch on immigration a little bit, and we had talked about this previously, Adrian. Investors do need to make an investment of is it a hundred and fifty thousand to even get a visa? It's a, a residency. Okay. Tell but, us about that. Um, the needs, if you, yes, if you allow me to bring the person that uh, it's an expert in, in immigration in our office and we can do a pause, uh, I'll tell her just to join us. We, we are going to, you, yes, we're going to be talking to your associates um, during another show. So, okay. Um, but we're definitely going to touch on those very important subjects because yes. they, they no, no, are they're very super important. important. They're right. super important. They pertain to the conversation, I think. Yeah. So, all right. Do, do we want to talk about the biggest piece of advice that you both would have to investors right uh, now? Adrian, go for it. Yeah. That's no, <laughs> perfect. Guys, uh, be, when you're coming to, to, to invest, be patient and don't feel uh, like pressure to invest until you understand everything that you're doing feel free to ask feel free to understand you're doing an investment outside of your country is the same that i will ask someone what i'm investing outside just when you feel comfortable of the laws of the regulations of real estate of immigration of estate planning of the basics then you make your decision with all the information at hand and you feel safe and that you're going into in uh, in the right path but that's that's kind of my advice. We're here. We know the law. We know everything that you you need to know to invest. But we need you to feel like really really comfortable with what you're doing. Right. Uh, I, yeah. I, yeah. I would echo that by saying yes. Definitely learn the process of any other country uh -huh. that you're investing in. Once you get a good grasp of the process. It's really because you have the right team explaining this to you, mm -hmm. okay? And and remember that everything everything revolves around the people that you hire, right? It is always a uh -huh. team effort when you do something like this, right? And uh, and and having the research, having the team, okay, and having the right place all creates that great investment. Thank you for watching or listening, and we really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found this show useful but would like to learn even more, we have an amazing library of free guides, tips, and shows that you can download and explore anywhere, anytime. Just click on the link below or go to ProfitKnox.com. Also, every week we publish a new list of investment opportunities personally analyzed and researched by our team. So please make sure you subscribe to our newsletter. Fill out that contact form and follow us on all major podcast and video platforms. Until the next time, happy profits.